Let's do it. Yeah. Hi. Hi. We're Nine Lunch. lunch. You're listening You're to lunch. <laughs> a hard no, show. just wait. One more. One more. We can this keep it. We can do this. We can do this. Painful. There we go. Hi. Hi. Nine Lunch here. Nine Lunch here. Just saying. Um, you're listening to My first question is like the the Bow Diddley. Yeah, is this the first band that you've done this in, or mm-hmm. have you? Yes. So like, yes. so what came? So like, you had the instrument, and then let's start no, the band. No, no. So we we started the band before the instrument was made. Ah, yeah. our first first gig we were going to do. We got asked to play for an old band, Bugnish, but 
our bass player went off to do different things. So we we're like, oh, do we really want to do a two-piece thing of this, or should we try to do a new project? Mm. And I was like, well, we could try to do some of that diddly bow stuff because I'd made really like crappy ones that you build and they break the first time you play them, mm. you know. But it's really fun. So we're like, oh, we could try to do something with that. Said yes to the gig, which was like two months away, something like that. The classic. So, yeah, yeah. So then I had to build the instrument, and then we had to start writing songs. <laughs> so that was pretty crack up. And managed to get the instrument built fairly soon, and it might have given us like a month and a bit to write a set. Speaking so, of, we got you got to build a new one, another one. I do. i got to build a couple of them, you know, because we were breaking strings left, right, and center last night. But yeah, so that was cool. Like, we built it and we're like, okay, well, we'll start off easy. We'll do a one-note song, which was Maximum Wage. And I mean, most of our songs are pretty one-note. I'm pretty one-note, you know. We just two notes every now and then. <laughs> yeah. We're getting up to three notes now. Yeah, some songs. <laughs> maybe now we're getting two notes. diddly bows. That's two notes right there. Mm-hmm. They may be the we can same do like note, but, you know. Harmonies. Mm. Dueling bows. Yeah. <laughs> but no, that, that, was a, that was a cool first gig. It was at the attic. Um, maybe ten people showed up. Mm. And that was, like, we didn't get a full set. So <laughs> I ended up having to do heaps of banter in between. I was like, yeah, we'll fill out our time with jokes. Mm. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. And I think we might have even, we had a, like, guitar song as well. Because we were like, well, we need. Yeah, there's guitar in there. And like, we got, like, four songs. We'll make it five and do banter between each song. Which is, like, kind of carried over into a bit of our set. Since, like, the start, I was like, well, people really like the whole talking thing. Besides metal gigs, they want to. They don't. They, don't they just want to thrash their head. They're, so they're like, "Shut up, man!" They're a tough crowd. Just play eh? the play the thing. <laughs> yeah, it's crack out. Someone called you cute once at a gig. That's a metal show. Cute. It's very cute. Play the music. Ah, crack out. You like? <laughs> Whoa! I must have repressed that.
there is a real sense of play still in Dunedin in terms of like just people that that I'd missed being up here and I hadn't really realized it where you like up here everything's very deliberate you book a show deliberately mm. you, d- you play a show deliberately it's all like deliberate mm, and yeah. then I was down in Dunedin doing um, good way to put it. a show with Harvey Unclear and got to go to the Crown the night after and see um, a bunch of bands play and it was just it, when I was like I was talking to Zach and I was like oh you know Schley's in this band and Julie's in this band and like mm. what's this, this band a band and he's like ah oh, they kind of yeah, like, yeah, yeah. oh this person's from this other band they do a thing and it's <laughs> like oh yeah I remember it's just there's a real sense of like you can just explore and play here in Dunedin mm. and the the room was filled and everyone just wants to see the musicians kind of in the yeah. scene do the things you know yeah, yeah. It's, it's been pretty good down there at the moment and I think a lot of people showing up to gigs and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. people have been hankering for it yeah just like little shows as well. Mm, they're yeah. always packed. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's not a lot of venues down there at the minute. No. Mm. And like the crowns even on tender hooks at the moment, oh. which is like that's mm. it. That's yeah. That sucks. Yeah, it kind of sucks, you know, for a town that's built around a whole bunch of music stuff. They've only got yeah, like two good venues and no places to um practice and whatnot. No practice spaces. And an X uh radio uh, organizer as mayor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> nothing's yeah. really happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it does. It, it does depress me a lot. A lot of like the conversations I had, even prior to the pandemic, was about like how important physical spaces are. Like mm. uh, up here, you we've, we've really like you're you're playing whammy wine cellar or back room. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. You know, and it seems to be the same where you go. Yeah, it doesn't matter where you go. Yeah. And we just seem to lose a venue. And then no venue is, has replaced it. Like yeah. I remember the King's Arms going and being like, oh, I wonder where the like, next King's Arms place will be. And it just never really arrived. Never, right. yeah. And Golden Dawn went and all these, you know, it just mm. doesn't seem. And then the pandemic on top of that is like both Crash and Dunedin brutal. are like in, you know, they could become one venue cities pretty qu- pretty easily. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Which is scary as fuck. It's yeah. real weird. And I don't think people up here... Like I was talking to a friend yes, uh, last week about this. Is that a thing that really forms my outlook? Is like growing up in Timaru mm. and mm. like where culture almost like doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah. Um, and pokies. And yeah, and just like, <laughs> and just the the view that like oh this like gigs and music and stuff doesn't just inherently exist without anyone doing anything or the conditions mm. for it to like mm. there actually has to be shit like put into it for it to actually exist and it can just go away. Actual resources. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was talking with someone the other day and they said like, kind of need like smaller venues as well. You can't just have all the big venues. Yeah. Because like that's where a lot of the culture in a city comes from. You know, when people are like starting up little bands where they just need a place to play to. Yeah, that's so cool. Like 20 to 30 nursery, people. nursery, you know. You know. A nursery for music. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and I think rehearsal spaces as well, which you brought up. Yeah. Like they're, forgotten about too but mm. just a place to fucking practice and make noise that mm, you won't get yeah. like called a noise control on or whatever yeah yeah exactly we've literally only we had a mean space um that we got kicked out of on george street and then since then it's just been houses just yeah have a room in a house been annoying neighbors room. in the uh yeah late afternoons neighbors are pretty chill though yeah 
Yeah, see, that's the thing. Surely there should be some kind of like pitch to like, hey, you guys don't want to, like to the NIMBYs being yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yo, yo, yo. Like, mm. you know how it's real lame when people make lots of noise next to you? What, what if I told you that for a little <laughs> bit of your taxpayer dollars, we could actually give them a place to go and you would never <laughs> yeah. have to worry about them. Mm. But like, that's the thing. I think, I think so many of musicians are so like under the pump, having to work full-time jobs to pay their rent and... Um, pay for tours and do all that mm-hmm. stuff just before you even get to make the music. Yeah. Who the fuck is going to be like, oh yeah, and I'm going to advocate mm. and figure out how to speak to like lawmakers and yeah, shit. Yeah, like, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. we're not Go really... to council meeting. There's a, there's a <laughs> meeting tomorrow at the Crown about this whole Save Our Venues, yeah. Dunedin Live Venues thing. Apartments are getting put up right next door. Right next door. to the Crown. It's but like three, apartment, three apartment office apartments. gym. Three apartments. Yeah. So it's like barely anything but enough to... And like this has happened at with Nun Gallery, um, and um, Dog with Two Tails as well. Yeah, we're like, and that's just apartments. Exact same formula. Apartments Mm. came up next to them, and then they weren't allowed to make music. I think. I think someone was telling me the other day that same thing happened in Australia on like ACDC Lane or something. (laughs) And like oh. some gig where they put apartments in and shut down a venue <laughs> on ACDC lane, you know. And it's like, what are these people doing? There's, yeah. there's nothing more anti-Australian than that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Traitors to the country. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I really hope we don't lose the, the crown. The crown. Jones is a legend. The crown's great.
would you guys consider yourselves as a serious band? As in, like, yes. Yes, <laughs> so serious. Like, so serious. Not necessarily how how you act, but like, do you have like ambitions with the band, or is it really just about like um, playing and finding like seeing where it goes and stuff? Yeah, like that? that's like, pretty much yeah. how we've been approaching it. Is just well, yeah. seeing how it goes. We barely organize anything, we and don't. just people just invite us, and we're like, oh yeah, that's cool, and it works for us. I think we might be going through a little transition potentially to yes. something more, a bit more. Structured, maybe, maybe we'll see. Someone needs to do it for us. Yeah, right. We, we, we can yeah. not organize that kind of things. Doesn't compute that kind of things. I just like performing and yeah. writing songs. Mm. You know, because I feel like the like the B nets really caught wind of night lunch and like mm. quite of a quick order of succession as well. I think we're really lucky. What's yeah. a B net? You know, like uh, BFM, oh, Radio One, gotcha. Radioactive, yeah, yeah, yeah. like all that stuff, which is really cool. Mm. Yeah, definitely very, very, very cool. And yeah. that's like I couldn't believe we won that um best single thing for yeah. the SRN. Yeah. That was crack up. We weren't <laughs> even paying attention at the show. <laughs> we were down <laughs> in mimosas at the back. And yeah. then we're like, it's night lunch. We're like, What? <laughs> that's pretty fun. Yeah. Does that does that kind of stuff like does reception change your attitude to what you're doing or it's just like meh like that's funny or like maybe, maybe a little nice maybe a it's little bit really cool like it's a good way to meet people that's mm. what i found like yeah, make right. friends made mm. cool friends through it and that's really awesome yeah i don't really i don't know i still feel like it was still a little band you know yeah, yeah definitely oh yeah you know? definitely and then you get recognized on the street by random people very occasionally like, i don't know who you are <laughs> but like yeah i don't know i don't want like It'd be cool as to have it as a job, like don't get me wrong. Yeah. But like it's a bit of a it's a steep tree to climb to like put all your you know, energy into that. So like, I don't know. Yeah. We've got lives outside of it. Yeah. Yeah, and do you, do you think you'd take the plunge on doing some kind of like big tour overseas somewhere? I at least that would be cool. want to do that. Yeah, right. I want to and bare minimum do that. The only yeah. way I've managed to travel is with light nylon. Yeah. Me and to Hoff go to the have North Island. Have never left New Zealand. We yeah. don't even have passports. Too cheap. So, mm-hmm. so you know, uh, well, I don't know. That what. would be sick. Yeah, that would be that would be cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Getting more intentional would be really, really cool. But it's just, yeah, just like the, the more, resources. The more yeah. I talk to people, the more that they tell me how much touring helps a band. Mm. You know? mm. Like you get Which really good at playing your things because you're playing all the time. Playing to new audiences. Yeah, and I think you fig- you figure out what you what songs that you have that you're like, uh, mm. what do, I don't like what we're doing there. Yeah. I'm a bit bored of that already. Yeah, you know there's a I mean? bit of that. Mm. That kind of pushes you into that next thing. Mm. Do you think uh, where would be like the dream road trip tour? Is it like, are you guys America guys? Like hitting the road I would love to or? go around America. I reckon America would be fascinating. I'd love to go there. I've been... Uh, Africa, you know, <laughs> start in uh, South, 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 name, South. All the, name all the countries, you know, Eswatini, you know, and then I'm going into Lesotho, Botswana, running Zambia. to Zimbabwe, and to we're gonna Zambia, hang at West, and then we're gonna go into Malawi, visit the Congo. <laughs> <laughs> nah. This is us all on the plane, <laughs> the African continent. Well, we're, there's, we're smashed it. There's, we, there's uh, three seats in a row on the plane. I just imagine mm-hmm. the third person, the third one was joining in. This 18 year old kid who's off to Tyler the Creator, and he was we're having great yarns. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. He's he's starting up a band with his friends. He's In Dunedin, yeah. yeah. He's from Christchurch. Yeah. It was nice. It, it was great friendly. Out. It was great. Out. 
the spot Cold and I'm hot I smoke to my weed I know what I need And it's more fucking spots deadly like that you're building yes. and that you're having to build some more of because yeah. I guess they're breaking strings yeah it needs a it needs a tune up yeah, um, I need to fix some things tweak some things yeah do you imagine like developing either that instrument like further into other realms or building other things as well as part of the band or you're kind of like this yeah. is the thing I, I like to do <laughs> I love building things so I'd um, like yeah, I, I definitely want to build some some newer instruments too, but I might use that for another project. I don't mm. know if we'll do, you know, it all for night lunch. Well, because that's mm. an interesting thing. How often a new instrument, whether like most people will just like buy or find an instrument, but mm. say like even an instrument built, yeah, how that often kicks off a new creative project or a new like yeah. lease of life in the thing. I find yeah. it really interesting that you're like someone who can do that but also with something you you build for yourself yeah, yeah. in essence yeah, yeah. that's cool yeah because uh, I'm, I'm blanking on ones at the moment but I've had a couple of instruments that have been thinking about building you know or mixing in with other things because mm. I've been doing a little bit of like um, electronics research you know making pedals and mm. other little synthy things which I think would be really cool but um I just need to learn how to do it all. Mm. Get down a YouTube rabbit hole. Did the like practical building and the music creativity start together or were they two separate things initially that have come together into one thing? Yeah, well, music has been my thing for forever. Right. Um, and then it probably started with like trying to make guitar pedals, you know, and then I'm like, oh, you know, these whole building things kind of cool. You know, like I built like a really shitty spring reverb by like gluing a spring from a speaker to a microphone and then doing all that stuff and i found a bunch of people who had made diddly bows on youtube and i was like oh man those look easy as hell to build i'll, I'll build one of those see what see what it's like yeah and then built one it was real crap fixed it up built another one and then the one I'm playing now, my dad actually built, so it was almost, almost commission. But yeah, that one's like, like nice remove as well. Mm -hmm. Do you think you go harder on it 
because you know you can fix it or build a new one. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Maybe, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah they're yeah, a bit yeah. dis- disposable. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. I mean, we are churning through strings, though. The string costs. The string budget they, is... They, they're, they're base strings, right? Yeah. yeah which are not they're cheap. They're not cheap, man. <laughs> and, and like... I'll, Wailing on them. Like we broke three last night. I'm like, oh <laughs> it's like, shit, that's like forty 60 bucks, bucks, man. Yeah, <laughs> no, like, like, yeah. So I spent bought two packs of strings before coming up because we broke one on our when we were practicing. We broke one the last practice. We're I breaking one every time we play it. So pretty much every practice. I'm needing. I'm. It's needing a, a rebound. What was the like music that you were in, <coughs> at the initial music that you were swapping back and forth or like being like I like this and I like we, that? We, like, that was one of the first conversations. Actually. Yeah, yeah, it was about music and it was Ween. Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. Ween love Ween. I was like, no one knows who Ween is. Even though a lot of people do. <laughs> yeah, but I was like, yeah, I also and thought the same thing. This I was like, goddamn no, no, sporty hall. And, like, and definitely not, probably not in Invercargill. <laughs> not really, no, no, no. You said you said Captain Beefheart, and then I was like, oh no, I listen to Frank Zappa though. I was like, oh, I love Frank Zappa. <laughs> Still these, but, yeah. And then Shellac went and played down at Chicks. Mm-hmm. That was a that was a cool gig. That was one Gok. of his first things. Guck. Yeah. What Shellac played at Chicks Hotel? Yeah. I Two nights in a row. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. It, it was, was awesome, man. Holy shit. I talked to Steve Albini. <laughs> I was like, don't ask him about Kirk Cobain. Don't <laughs> ask him about Kirk Cobain. But I, I didn't. What did you have for dinner? Yeah. <laughs> hey. Did he have his um, overalls oh, on here. as well? No, nah, he didn't. He had like jeans. <laughs> <laughs> Just mm. jeans yeah, and so a t-shirt. Uh, yeah. someone, Very someone off-brand. Was, someone was telling me, though, that Steve Albini is a big... Uh, Casio watch collector Oh yes he is I've And then this. at that gig He was wearing the same watch That I Have here mm. Which is Dallas's watch and The calculator watch Calculator Casio watch Wow Yep That's the Things a, you know That's you a know. real That's a real hot Bit of info <laughs> yeah, for, yeah. for the podcast So if you want to be cool You want to get a Casio watch mm-hmm. Yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> But 
Yeah. No, liking all different types of music, really. Yeah. And, you you know, we got each other into cool bands. Yeah. Uh, Has there yeah. been a band that you've, you both didn't know and discovered together that you, like... I remember when Wax bunch. Chattels came around. Oh, yeah, Wax Chattels. That was pretty legit. It was like everything I was looking for in a band. Mm. I agree. I remember going to their first <laughs> the first time I saw them was actually the the, the, the night I quit smoking. And, oh, whoa. And someone just passed out halfway through. I Oy. think through like sheer just intensity. Sound, intensity. Yeah. Mm. I, I just... It so was, intense. I think that's so right. It was exactly what I was looking for. I just didn't know it. Like mm. Scratched a giant yeah, It's awesome. They're yeah. so good. They're awesome. And there are elements to what, like, the, you know, like the chorus of um, uh, House Full of Shit is very wax chattel. Like that, in a sense, oh, like yeah. the, the quite loud thing. That, yeah. mm. I think that was part of like, oh, I know what's going on here. Like, <laughs> I think that's what well, got me into it so much. Literally all we do pretty much is be like, I like this kind of thing, like this kind of thing. We should just try to copy it. Yeah. <laughs> like one that I really want to do is the um, You Wouldn't Steal a Handbag oh, um, yeah. song. <laughs> I just love to rip off that. <laughs> It's like, like a spy music. Yeah. Yeah. Get like a wire pedal on the boat. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I yeah. have I have done that. We did that for a gig not too long ago. Oh, it's got a little fun. bit of a different sound. Mm. 